Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are listening to the best OBGYN podcast. What happens in the gynecology world doesn't always stay in the gynecology world, but can affect the practice of obstetrics. For example, of course, we know that pelvic inflammatory disease can result in ectopic pregnancy and symptomatic uterine fibroids can affect pregnancy outcomes by causing preterm labor or preterm premature rupture of membranes based on the number of fibroids and their location. Well, the same is true for endometriosis. Endometriosis isn't just a gynecological condition, but new data now affirms that it can affect pregnancy outcomes. In this podcast, we will cover a soon-to-be-published publication in Obstetrics and Gynecology that is already released ahead of print, linking endometriosis with adverse pregnancy outcomes. Let's get started now. All right, team, remember that endometriosis is a gynecological disease in which endometrial-like tissue is found outside of the uterus. Patients typically present with dysmenorrhea, acyclic pelvic pain, dyspareunia, infertility, or a combination of these. An estimated 6 to 10% of women are affected by endometriosis, with a higher prevalence up to about 30% in women presenting with infertility. Now, although evidence has suggested greater risk of infertility in women with endometriosis, the majority, listed at about 80%, of those with endometriosis will ultimately achieve pregnancy. Now, there are many hypothesized mechanisms through which endometriosis can be associated with adverse pregnancy outcomes. Endometriosis has been hypothesized to alter the uterine environment through progesterone resistance of the endometrium and to influence oocyte quality, which could contribute to adverse embryo development and even implantation. This, of course, could be the reason that loss seems to be increased in these patients. But we'll get into that in just a moment. Additionally, research has shown that women with endometriosis have greater levels of inflammation locally in the peritoneal cavity and systemically as well. Inflammation has long been hypothesized to play a role in the etiology of adverse pregnancy outcomes like gestational diabetes, hypertensive disorders of pregnancy, and even preterm birth. Women with endometriosis also have been hypothesized to have inadequate uterine contractility and deficient placentation, both of which may influence implantation, fetal growth, and even gestational length. 
Well, to further investigate this relationship, the current authors used a large, well-characterized cohort called the Nurses Health Study 2 and used a self-administered questionnaire for that population. Now, the authors did restrict the endometriosis definition to laparoscopically confirmed endometriosis. Now, once a woman reported incident laparoscopically confirmed endometriosis, she was considered to have endometriosis through the remainder of follow-up. Women between the ages of 25 and 42 years in 1989 reported detailed information on pregnancies and reproductive health at baseline and every two years thereafter in this nurse's health study cohort. In 2009, they completed a detailed pregnancy-focused questionnaire. A total of 196,722 pregnancies were reported. Now, among women with eligible pregnancies in that study cohort, 8,875, or about 4.5% of the total group, had laparoscopically confirmed endometriosis, and that group was the study population. Don't go anywhere. The results are coming up next. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Laparoscopically confirmed endo was associated with a greater risk of pregnancy loss in multivariable adjusted models, and that included spontaneous abortion with a relative risk of 1.4 and ectopic pregnancy at a relative risk of 1.46. And talking about loss, well, what about stillbirth? Well, there was a suggestion of an association between pregnancies in women with endo and stillbirth. However, this should be interpreted very clearly cautiously because the stillbirth rate had a relative risk of only 1.27 and that gave an absolute risk of stillbirth in the endometriosis group of 1.9 compared to 1.4% in those without endometriosis. This relationship, again, should be interpreted cautiously because it was a very small sample size regarding stillbirth. Additionally, if they applied a more stringent statistical significance threshold, then the association would not meet the threshold for statistical significance. Laparoscopically confirmed endo was also associated with higher risk of adverse pregnancy outcomes, like a 35% greater risk of gestational diabetes and a 30% greater risk of hypertensive disorders of pregnancy. This was compared to those without endometriosis. Even in supplemental analysis, the data suggested that the relationship between laparoscopically confirmed endo and GDM was stronger in pregnancies at women who were younger than age 35 and in pregnancies in women who did not actually have a history of endometriosis-related infertility. 
it was also more significant in their second or later pregnancies. So that was interesting. The data also suggested that the relationship between laparoscopically confirmed endo and hypertensive disorders of pregnancy was similarly stronger in their second or later pregnancies. But wait, there's more. The data suggested that pregnancies in women with a history of laparoscopically confirmed endo actually had a 16% greater risk of preterm birth compared to those without the condition. The data also suggested that pregnancies in women with endo were associated with a 16% greater risk of low birth weight compared to those without endometriosis. Okay, now you should be thinking, what does endometriosis have to do with these adverse conditions? I mean, what's the link, right? Well, let's take a look at hypertension first, because we kind of talked about that already. The etiology of and the risk factors for preeclampsia are not well understood. However, inflammation and abnormal placentation have been hypothesized to contribute. And so remember that the literature on endometriosis and hypertensive disorders of pregnancy is still mixed overall. But but this latest study does seem to add to the burden of evidence that there may be an association between women with endo and the development of pregnancy-induced hypertensive disorders. The same issue holds too for preterm birth. Women with endometriosis have an inflammatory state both locally and systemically, and increased inflammation, of course, is one of the mechanisms thought to contribute to preterm birth. And this may also be the same pathophysiology behind the insulin resistance and GDM factors and occurrence between GDM presence in those with endometriosis. All right, let's start wrapping up this quick review of a currently published ahead-of-print study regarding endometriosis and adverse pregnancy outcomes. This will go in print in obstetrics and gynecology. So here it is. Here's the clinical pearl. Although data from previous studies have been mixed, this newly released publication did find women with a history of endometriosis to be at greater risk of pregnancy loss, gestational diabetes, hypertensive disorders of pregnancy, preterm birth, and even low birth weight. So in summary, women with endometriosis may represent a unique population of women at greater risk for these specific adverse pregnancy outcomes, and that may be something that we need to counsel women and perhaps put them into surveillance when women with endometriosis do conceive. All right, guys, thanks for listening to our podcast. The reference for this summary session comes from the published ahead-of-print study by Farlin et al., entitled Endometriosis and Risk of Adverse Pregnancy Outcomes, soon to be in print in obstetrics and gynecology. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Clinical Pearls.